What's going on, everybody? It's Lux Warner bringing you back again with music news, social media news, or anything I just find interesting that you guys may want to hear about. I don't know. Um, I don't like doing this alone, so I brought along a friend. Ray, introduce yourself. Hey, what's up, guys? So my name is Ray Kim, or like Chris said, Ray for short. Um, I go to Bloomberg University. I'm a sociology major. And uh, like Chris, I am a huge music enthusiast. Um, you know, I could, talk, I could talk about music, listen to music for hours, you know, and it won't be boring. So, yeah. Um, if you guys rock with anything I say, uh, you can follow me on Instagram. My name is RayHuss.49. I'm a huge Jay Huss fan for those who are into my into UK rap. So we can talk about that. Can we talk about how you be changing your name on Instagram like every other month? <laughs> how did oh. Instagram give me that many <laughs> I was to change my name the other day. I was like, dude, like, nah, buddy. <laughs> Slow your road. Slow your road. <laughs> Look, so to give some context, y'all. So I changed my name just after. So I take my, I take a celebrity's name. I take any name that rhymes with Ray. And put insert the Ray in there. So, you know, a few a few months ago, I was Ray Boy Cardi. I was um Ray Z like Jay Z. I was Dennis Rademan, Dennis Rodman. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's basically it. Now I'm Ray Huss after Jay Huss, and uh, <laughs> everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> everybody loves Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. ASAP rake him. <laughs> Raysap rake him. I don't know. Uh, uh, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, we all do that, man. Smino. Smino does that. Smino? Shmia? Smino always do that, man. He always be changing his name. Like he like he has like he adds something that's that that rhymes with it. Yeah. Smeegy Walker or something like that. Yeah. Smino. Uh, Shmi- you say Smino or Shmino? Smino, because we listen. Let's not go into that. <laughs> let's not go. I heard so many people say Shmino, and then this man, Shmino, this man said on his on his Instagram story, he was like, "Why do y'all keep saying my name is Shmino?" He goes, "Yo, where's the H at?" Pharrell, he was like, "There is no H." In my name. <laughs> I just think it sounds nice. Shmino, Shmino. I mean, let's try it. Shmino, Shmino, Shmino. Shmino. Uh, Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Clink Clink by Shmino. Clank, clank, clank. I'm going to just say Smino. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm going to say Smino because, I listen, I have a canvas of him, so let's <laughs> not. All right, all right, okay. Just, yeah. just, all right, Shmino, okay. Yeah. You still got that zero fatigue hoodie, nigga? Yeah. I wear it to bed sometimes because I don't, I'll be. See, that's the, that's the best thing about it, man. This man really made a silk hoodie. Nice, because if if you black, you understand. You you got to wear something on your head, silk. So I I was one of them dudes who had cotton pillows and them shits and stuff like. I I used to wake up every day like, why is my hair so dry and just so brittle? Like, ugh. Nigga, don't tell me you got you got cotton pillowcases. <laughs> oh, I sleep, don't. You sleep with do rag. Sometimes. Sometimes. Ah oh, shit! This man be sleeping on cotton pillows. All right. Oh. I don't. I never. I never said anything about that. Oh, you so you are sleeping with no pillowcases, buddy? My dude. Nigga, you are projecting right now. I'm not saying anything. Oh, about to say, yo, if you if you don't sleep with, listen, I know a couple of dudes that do not sleep with pillowcases, and I'm just like, God, Lee. I oh, 
God, man. Anyway, um, yeah, you heard that? Yo, you heard Janae dropped her like she dropped the 2011 mixtapes on streaming platforms now. Well, he he she did what? So Janae Aiko, she dropped her 2011 uh, Sailing Souls mixtape. Oh, cool. That's really dope. First yeah, of all, who's Janae Aiko, bro? I'm joking. I'm joking. I know who Janae Aiko. I'm about to say. I'm being a troll. I'm being a troll. I know Janae Aiko. I hate when people. I know. I know. I know Janae Aiko. I don't need you. I don't need you. I don't need you. Or the broke the the discount version of Sade. Um, joke again. Jokes, jokes. Don't take me seriously. I like Janae because she has a very pretty, soft voice. I haven't heard anybody say that, but like you can see it. You can see the Sade comparison. No, I. Nah, I really can't. That's because Sade. No, it's because Sade really made like jazz music. Janae just makes like crystal healing, and we're gonna go for a long walk. And the themes, yeah, I mean, I I feel like yeah, they had different instrumentals, but the aesthetic they both gave it was kind of similar, very soothing and airy. That's kind of the vibe I get from both of their music. Um, but I can see where you're coming from, though. I have. To clarify, I have no issue with Janae Aiko. I think she's dope as hell. Um, I'm just joking around just because it's my sense of humor. Nah, a lot of people said the same thing. <laughs> You're not the first one to say that shit. Mm. You're not the first one. To... I mean, that's really? why I made that face like, oh shit, like, nah. I'll... A lot of people said that, man. A lot of people be like, oh man, like a lot of these girls want to be, no. A lot, of, like a lot of these R and B girls, they were like, they either want to be, they either copy Sade or they want to be somewhat of like the pattern of SZA. Mm. And I and I thought about it. I'm like, I don't think anybody wants to have the pattern of SZA. I mean, SZA's control is like, damn. Yeah, that's a good. That's um, I wouldn't want to compare myself to SZA because I feel like she has so much high standards because her body work has been incredible so far. I wouldn't want to compare myself to her. Um, because that would be hard to live up to. Listen, control is just something. Listen, listen. If I meet somebody. And the first thing that we quote is the first, <laughs> the first. Oh my gosh! Because I know, I, I know the first song, the intro to Control is <laughs> it gets played daily in this house. I'll just say that it get, it gets played daily in this house mm-hmm. to a point where I I know the whole damn I know the whole damn song, mm. and like. You know how you was a kid and your mom be like, "I bet you if you, I bet you if you listen to it, uh, I bet you if you paid it, if it was a song, you pay attention to your homework." Yeah, I got that before. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's what that shit is for me. Uh, <laughs> I met like, I never forget. I think uh, I had this song in my head, and I was taking my science final. This shit was hilarious. Mm. I don't remember what song it was. I don't know if it was SZA, but it was, it was, it was, a, it was, it was a singer. It was R and B. And I remember just I just just randomly in my head I'm like oh wait photosynthesis how the fuck, like how, I don't know how the fuck they came to my head mm. I don't I think it was I think it was Eric Badu I don't fucking know I have no idea hey man what would you think about the the uh, Angelo lot versus that was like two weeks ago I think who was he against nigga nobody just himself <laughs> um what was it like fucking um was it voodoo versus like black Black Messiah, bro. What was it? Was a free? It was just a concert, dog. It was literally just a concert. Oh, oh, oh! It wasn't a versus. Oh no, it, just it was a. Con- oh, it was that's a cool, bro. 
It was a it was a versus, but they were just like it's called D'Angelo and Friends, and he only brought out three people, three four people, I think. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he he brought out uh uh, uh her, uh nice Method Man and Red Man, and I think somebody else. I can't I can't really think. DJ that's was on cool, fire. Man. Uh, Honestly, D- man, D'Angelo is really um talented. I remember, and the first time I got really exposed to him was in the 2012 BET Awards. I think he performed like a medley of his um his past songs and I was like oh wow he's fantastic so and I remember around like 14 that's when I got more into hip-hop like besides the mainstream shit and like you know just Aquarians and stuff that you you know shout out to you for mentioning them like a month ago on your TikTok um two weeks ago for you you know uh I then I was like oh let's get into D'Angelo to this day I still bump chicken grease you know, Chicken Grease is actually supposed to be Common's uh, Ghetto Heaven. Really? Yeah. Uh, weird weird side note, but D'Angelo was uh, was listening to Chicken Grease, and it was supposed to be Common's Ghetto Heaven, and he pulled Questlove to the side. He was like, yo, do not let Common on this song. He was like, Common does not have the funk that I have for this song. He was like, do not let Common anywhere near this song at all. Yeah, I, I'm kind of happy that he did because I don't think Common spitting some peace, brother, peace to my queens and my sisters. I just don't think that would go over chicken grease. Um, no, but it was hilarious because he was just like, yo, he was like, D'Angelo does not have the type of funk I have for this song, man. He was like, do not let that man anywhere near this song. I was like, damn. When I read the article, I was like, tell more. But if I were common, I would have got pissed as shit, though. Um, I believe you. You would let me get on that beat. I think they swapped songs. I don't remember what song they swapped for, but it was it was oh, a different song. Yeah, they swapped different songs, but I just Yeah, forgot. like I would have, like, I'm like, you're going to take my beat. I'm going to take one of your beats. One of your best beats, too, for your hit song. I'm gonna take that. I mean, I think I man, it's crazy to have like so quick. How oh my gosh, they have really okay. Neo Soul has already been out since like the early eight, the early 80s, like early 1980s. To yeah. like, no, sorry, yeah, 80s and then late 90s. Um, you know, by other British uh, artists. Michelle Indi, Indi, ah, Indigo, Indigo Chella. There we go. I can't say her name. Indigo Chella. Uh, yeah. And then you have other... Somebody asked me the other day. They're like, what about Sade? What about Prince? I'm like, Sade is not... Prince was not Neo Soul. Sade was definitely not Neo Soul. Are you kidding me? No. Ordinary Love is not Neo Soul. That, shit, that, that is temporary. Contemporary uh, R&B. Maybe Soul. Yeah, I think it's like Soul R&B. Like, well, you know what? Prince can't be confined to Neo Soul. Pr- Prince was a lot of things. He was funk... Um, rock, yeah, R- rock, R and B, pop, um, even Prince incorporated some electronic music early on, which is really funny considering that, like, how Prince was was an advocate against um, he advocated against like not just streaming services but just technology and how songs can be downloaded, oh yeah, and leaked, um. And there's no repercussion to it. Like, and it's so, and it's funny how, like, in the 80s at least, he was one of the first musicians to embrace t- technology in the music and music, even the music videos. So that's, that was interesting to see right there. But this man wrote Slave on His Forehead. Are you talking about Prince, though? Yeah, when Prince wrote Slave on His Forehead, because the, the way Sony did him. Mm. Oh, man. Uh, there's a lot it's of icon, man. 
Yo, I never forgot I wrote a paper about that. I was like, yo, that's crazy. I'm just like, yo. But I mean, a lot of artists up today really do look up to like the Soul Clarions. Like her, her even said it too. Her, her was telling D'Angelo that night. She was like, yo, she was like, ah, she's like, you are somebody I look up to within the music. Like, like I love your music. Like within within everything she said, she was like, I look up to you within music. Yeah. Voodoo and Brown Sugar, really? Whew. Voodoo and Brown Sugar, man, is was the. Mm, I'm saying, man. With, the, with that type of those two albums, you can go camping, you can go hiking, car rides. I want to go to a college party and play. Uh, I, I don't know about that. I mean, not a college party, but I'm like, if it's like a, um, a kickback with your family, you know, at a barbecue. If you're at the cookout, yeah, I'm sorry to say. Yeah. If I'm at a cookout, I don't want to hear new, no, new, no new artists at the cookout. No. I want to hear. I want to hear. Do you remember <laughs> the very time in September? Or Luther Van, Luther Vandross, bro. Um, Al Green. You know, even Cisco. I put a thong song there. I, I don't know about that. Uh, you want to put a thong song at the cookout? I will. Pr- I will play the new edition. Okay. I don't know. What cool I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, 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 maybe. You got to lose control. I'm just cholesterol. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yo, when they was when they was doing the breakdown, oh my god! If I like girl, who cares if you like cooling now? Yo, I was like, this nigga spitting, um, <laughs> spitting some bars. Yo, I forgot what song what song it is, but there's a song called Aisha. I don't know what song it is, but it's like Aisha. I don't know what song it is or who sings mm-hmm. it, but I remember seeing it one time on my YouTube recommendations, and I was like, I'll listen to it, and I just completely like lost it. Like I'm just like I don't remember the song. I was on TikTok the other day, and somebody was like, uh, '80s music or like hip hop during the '80s had like a lot of storytelling, a lot of like more of like uh, what do you call it? Like not problem solving, but like. Like real life, talking about real life situations, or like early, like early eighties of like hip hop. I would say, I mean, not not personally. I think, I mean, cause I think there's, there's storytelling in other eras of hip hop too. I kind of, but I mean, I'll hear them out though. I think what distinguishes eighties rap, especially from other eras, was that the storytelling had a direct message to give. Um, especially with guys like Slick Rick. You know, he would tell you explicitly, like, at the final verse of a song, here's what you have to do. Um, KRS-One as well, even though sometimes he fell miserably with 13 and Good. Uh, <laughs> that was, uh, that was, um, I was like, uh, nigga, that did not age well at all. I don't know if he was trying to, like, tell us, tell the story of how that happened, but, like, I think it's funny when people talk about, like, early, no, you know, like, early, early 80s, mid, like, mid 80s. Of like going to the store, going to get a jacket, going to the store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, I find that hilarious. And then like when you actually listen to it, it's like it, it, there's not too many songs that are like that of going to the store. I'm going to ride my bike. I'm going to get an apple juice from the corner store. Like <laughs> Yeah, think about it though, nigga. Like we have, we live in a different time. What are you gonna rap talk about? I woke up today, I paid off my student loan. 
What are you gonna rap about, nigga? Like, um, especially with that stimmy. Got that stimmy check. Mm. Now I can go get some rest. I'm waking up to my stimmy check. Joe Biden, <laughs> Joe Biden wasn't lying, but he's trifling. Um, when he said black women vote for him, mm, that statement's ugly as sin. I don't know, nigga. Like, I, uh, I don't know, man. I feel like early '80s, like, right? No, it's yeah, mid '80s, right? Yeah. And then you got to like the '90s of like, no, early, yeah, late '80s, early '90s. It was more than that. And I just laugh at that because I'm just like, yo, not all of that was like like that. But there's a couple, like, there's a couple '80s and like music where I'll be bumping in my room. My parents be like, what you know about that? Like, yeah, the fact that you played this shit in the car. Yeah, like. For instance, I remember um, my dad was like, what do you know about Slick Rick? I'm like, you do know, like, y'all played Lottie Dottie, y'all played Hey Young World, y'all played so much Slick Rick classics as a kid, so, like, I'm gonna listen to Slick Rick right now. Uncle Ricky, can you tell us I listen to the the whole album, bro. Uncle Ricky, can you tell us the bedtime story? Once upon a time, yo, oh my god. (laughs) Yo, God, well, this is random, bro, but can I just say, Hey, Young World is a motherfucking masterpiece, bro. Lyrically, it's quite simple, but I felt like he was ahead. Of, he was ahead of his time, like with just the ad libs, the harmonies, nigga, the sing rapping thing. Oh my, my, my! When the master master your eye, why? I was like, yo, this is really good. This is really good. Um, would you say that? A lot, did, would you say that a lot of like it started something? I'm I'm not sure. Honestly, I mean, I know I know Slick Rick inspired other people. Like one in particular, Snoop Dogg, and I know Snoop Dogg inspired generations too. I don't know if he directly inspired artists of the new generation. I don't know about that. Maybe. Um, they did. I don't know, but uh, I don't know what they. I don't know. A lot of them like they'll be like, "Oh, I didn't." A lot. And I hate when the old heads get mad at that too. Like a lot of the old generation, they're like, "Oh yeah," they're like, "Oh, I listen." Like they say, "Oh, I grew up listening to Chief Keef," and like the old generation, yeah. like, "What you mean you grew up with Chief? No, no Biggie, no Tupac. That's wrong with you." Like, nigga, what do you ex- what do you expect? Um, like for instance, like I know for me, um. Not to throw shade at Rakim and them, but to me, I looked up more to Outcast. Or, for instance, if you want to be more modern, right now, I would say Kid Cudi is a greater influence to me than Tupac Shakur. And it's not saying that Tupac is wasn't great; it's just a generational thing. Um, you know what I'm saying? So it's like that is my truth. You can't get mad at Travis Scott for saying the same thing. Like, what do you expect? Honestly, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Nelly, Nelly, Nelly was, was your dog. Huh? Nelly was your dog. He's not. He wasn't my dog, but that was just like I'm seeing Nelly have bops. I'm talking about like I, mm, I'm a sucker for cornrows and pedicure toes. Like, I'm yeah. saying, if you want to go to a ride with me, like, you know what I mean? That was my yeah, that yeah, he had some really good. He, he was a crossover artist too, brother. I mean, he meant a lot. I mean, you can make the argument that that has ruined hip hop in a way. I can see from an artistic standpoint, in some degrees. I want to make it seem like 
clarity, to bring clarity, pop music is there's nothing inherently wrong with pop music. Not saying it at all. There's nothing wrong with a song being mainstream. Um, but I, like I do pop. think what'd you say? I like pop music sometimes, you know. I like pop music too. I love Dua Lipa, bro. I love Dua Lipa. I think she's fantastic. Oh, we know. Um, I know. She You'll let us know. <laughs> my, my name's gonna be Ray Lipa moving forward. Oh, um Jesus. I'm joking. I'm joking, bro. But yeah, no, I think that like I'm only bringing up that argument that it, it could also have contributed to the artistic stagnation in the current hip hop scene because it's like there's much more pressure on us now to keep commercial presence. So it's like we're not gonna take as much risk, at least in the mainstream realm. Like we're gonna have the same tempo. Bro, right now the sound, there's three songs that are popping right now in mainstream hip hop. It's a street rap, and it's like a guitar melody melody over the beat, guitar melody over trap drums. You see it with Polo G, Roddy Rich, sometimes Young Boy, so on and so forth, bro. Um, of course, and I, I have no issue towards those artists. I think Roddy, you know, I I adore Roddy Rich. That's my dog. Um, on the other side. You have the Travis Scott type sound, the psychedelic trap music, these um, these 80 sims over trap drums, auto-tune vocals. Yeah, it's lit. <laughs> you have that. Um, on the third side, the third sound, uh, these uh, that mixture of trap and R&B, like Bryson Tiller, Drake, Party Next Door, that's really the popping sound right now. Masego. Masego right now. Even though, you know, I, I, Mystery Lady is a masterpiece. That is a fantastic song. I mean, he made, he made Trap House jazz. You know what I mean? He makes Trap jazz. But, like, still, man. Are you kidding me, man? She my queen. Hey. hey like, that's blasphemy. And, listen, not everybody. Patronato was hard, too. Not everybody's gonna enjoy, you know, music of today or music. Eh, music is music, and if you like it, you may gonna find somebody. You may find an artist who's really gonna get you there. You know what I mean? Who's really gonna help you through whatever you know, whatever situation. Shoot, I did a whole series on TikTok about uh, women in hip hop that like people should check out. Yeah, and, you know if you're, you know if you're not looking for, you know, women that I don't know, whatever whatever you're looking for, man. Like my favorite artist right now is uh, No Name, Lakeley Forty Seven, Chica, Rhapsody. Young Baby Tate. Uh, yes, Young Baby Tate. God, I love Young Baby Tate. Um, you got it. Okay. And Flo Millie. Yo, Flo Millie and Young Baby Tate and TK Major. I mean, oh my gosh. They are. Flo Millie got a nice flow. I like, the con- I like her confidence, especially. Flo Millie. Nice Flo Millie. If I had to give my favorite rap, my favorite um, female rappers, my favorite female rap artists, um, I would say. Over here we say women, son. Over here we say women. You know. Women, my bad, because female isn't a good adjective. Female Rico is a noun. I love Rico Nasty's music. I, I'm not bitch, shawty. Who are you? That's a good point. Female is not an female is a noun, not a not an adjective. Um, so I would say my favorite women hip hop artists, MIA, Missy Elliott, Azalea Banks, Chica. I mean, shout out, to, shout out to Azalea Banks and the cat she killed recently. Shout out to them. Um, well, what the what? Joe, we heard about that, bro. I, I did, but I, I, I did. Okay, okay. Uh, Chica, no name. Raps is a little bit too boring for me. I'll keep it whole beam. Um, I like, I like Rhapsody. I mean, 
if you're looking for like the whole hard, like hard, like lyrical, spherical type rap, but she even said herself, she's like, "Do not call me a conscious rapper." Like she's like, "I don't, I don't like." I I remember her saying that. Yeah, I just think like I don't know, bro. Sometimes like I look, I don't know. I used to enjoy her a lot when I was younger. Like I loved her verse on complexion, but now I'm like, mm, I don't know about you. Eve is a master. It's a piece. Oh my god, it's a masterpiece, dog. Eve, when she mm. so, so pro, predominantly like Eve is just talking about the titles are named after uh notorious women that like have you know have done so much within the black community and even just in general. Mm. Uh, yeah, she so she you know she names her grandma. I believe she said she she names like women in her life, even from her grandmother to Queen Latifah to uh, Sada Shakur. Aaliyah, like she, like she, like she, she has titles. Uh, Merle, Cleo, like she. Oh, I'm sorry, Cleo is actually uh Queen Latifah's role that she did for Set It Off. Mm. So yeah, yeah. So she notorious, like she. It's just really so sweet, like for naming after notorious like women. But within music, man, I feel like I feel like um Xavier Omar, man, he's about to have his tiny desk. Oh. Word? Oh yeah. yeah, a lot of people have been asking for that, so I'm just like, okay, and give you up, give you on drops, uh, all to me, which I don't know how I feel about giving on. I like his music, but I feel like I don't know. I sometimes I'll give be on cool, bro, huh? Give me on cool. I like him. Um, I'll be in and out sometimes. I feel like the comparison to Daniel Caesar a little weird and unwarranted. Um, I don't know. I feel like they're in different lanes. At the same time, though, is Daniel Caesar even pop anymore after yeah. that whole "Yes, Jules" comment? Yeah, I'm um, surprised he he hasn't gone anywhere, dog. We can't we canceled him, but he's still like he's still being played like in other places. So like other people still like enjoy his music. So cool because yeah. he is talented. He's just a dickhead. Um, <laughs> I mean, he said he did say cancel. He said cancel me. I don't care. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm also- fine. I. Also, I kind of have an idea, and of course, whoever's wa- watching this and watches um this this intellect this intellectual quote unquote, no shade towards you, um, but like he actually followed Jordan Peterson on Instagram. Daniel huh? Caesar. Daniel Caesar is a fan of Jordan Peterson. Oh. I'm like, uh, so that kind of gives you like in that in the yes Jews comment. I'm like, that makes sense. Can you give um, a background of who George Peterson is to the people at home? So Jordan Peterson is a social commentator. Um, he doesn't identify with either party, but he uses um, a lot of his rhetoric is associated with um, conservatism. Mm. Uh, you know, he's famous. I think how he gained notoriety was when he talked about because uh, he's Canadian. He's a Canadian psych professor. And I think um, there was something going on with Canada and just uh, professors and institutions in general having to ask for pronouns to accommodate um, non-binary people. Um, Peterson challenged that and just talked about free speech and how that goes how that goes against free speech. And that's how he gained his um, following. And so now he, you know, before the pandemic, um, you know, he would go around college campuses, even go on shows and talk about his views on different things from um, family units, uh, the Palestinian-Israeli conflict, 
he would talk about um, abortion, gay rights, and though he's a little bit better than Ben Shapiro, um, Ben Shapiro was a cunt. Um, but I, I think Jordan Peterson is a little bit more open-minded. I do think still he does have right-wing um, rhetoric, and there's nothing inherently wrong with being right-wing. I know there are some even people of color that we know that is right-wing to some degree. That's uh, that's okay, but it's like it does come across like tone deaf white dude that's kind of sheltered um, sometimes. So it's like when I saw that Daniel Caesar rocks him and that yes, Jews coming, I'm like, mm, I kind of have a feeling how you're like or what you think about things. Um, I kind of see your view, maybe like. No, I, I, but then again, I don't know Daniel Caesar, so I'm not gonna make a narrative about him. But I just got a glimpse of what he's like. You know, he's gonna be on Justin Bieber's new album with uh, Give Me On. Yeah, <laughs> nigga, get Justin Bieber out that trap, dog. So it's Khalid, the Kid Leroy, Chance the Rapper, Dominic, <laughs> Benny Blanco. Ew. Yeah, man, Benny Blanco is gonna be on there. Burner Boy's gonna be on there. <gasps> yeah. He better not. He better not do it. What? He's gonna do with someone Justin Bieber? Yeah, I mean, I don't. That's disgusting. <laughs> the album's called Justice, man. It's coming out uh, next week. The, the next I'm not days. It's it. coming, Yeah, it's coming out the next couple of days. I don't know, man. Georgia Smith come out. She came out with a new song, man. Called it. Nice. Justice. And Chica, you know her. Yeah, as we mentioned, Chica, she the dropped EP. Once Upon a Time. For sure. And we'll check it out. Yeah, Breakfast. He dropped his new song for Women's Day with uh, Diana Gordon. They they call nice. her. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out too. Yeah, Diana Gordon is a really cool producer and singer and songwriter. She's songwriting for Beyonce. Okay, cool, man. Hey man. hey man, what you think about the Papa John's thing? What he said, I'm twenty months. Uh, 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 I say the Edward. Um, that's cool, but I don't think um, it's pray praiseworthy enough to put that out in public. Um, I don't think much of it. Cool. Congratulations for not being a fucking racist or not trying to be racist. That's that's minimum to me. Minimal, minimal effort. Uh, I I wouldn't rate him. Listen, man, I have nothing to really say about them. But when he just, the way he just announced it, like like I've been twenty months of not seeing it. We're like, oh, okay. nice, good for you. Want a cookie? They said Camila Cabello was taking a class on like on how to not be racist. Nice. Um, <laughs> I love that you turned nice. everything into a positive. Huh? I love that you turned everything into like a positive thing. Like, okay, that's very nice. Cool. I I just I. It's fine. I don't I don't mind people learning how to how to, learning and also unlearning how to be racist and or just less problematic in general. That's cool. But it's like I don't give a fuck. I'm not gonna give you a cookie um for doing that stuff. Man said he's been working on it for the past twenty months to like to get the N word out of his vocabulary. Nice. I mean I'll be okay. Or what, what are we supposed to do with it, man? Like what are we what are we supposed to do with it? Cool. That? Am I gonna put like what am I supposed to do with that information? I don't know. Papa man. John's representative, I don't know. Like like it's kinda of like being on TikTok. Like TikTok there's always a fight every day of like why can't why can't we say it? You know why you can't say it. And then it's just like it's TikTok is really a battleground sometimes of like 
discourse of dumb things of that people already know the answer to, and they still try to push buttons. You want to hear themselves talk? P- pretty fucking much. Like, you want to hear talk? I'm I'm here for the uh, for the TikToks where people make beats and they just you know what I mean I love those man those TikToks where they be like hey yo I turned a song from your childhood and I made it into a beat. Yeah, like um when they did uh the backyardigans um that yeah I, 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 honestly. The Backyardigans, the theme song to Backyardigans is beautiful. I was just listening to it, unironically, a few Wait, weeks ago. You mean the one with, uh, like from a few years ago when they turned into like a trap beat? No, dude, I was listening to the OG version. No trap beat. I enjoy TikTok when they be talking about, oh, you, y'all, y'all doing, y'all putting on cologne the wrong way, and I'm like, wait, what? Or I hate when they be the right way, huh? What's the right way of putting on cologne? Um, they say put on, uh, put on lotion, like a non-scented lotion, spray like two, three, uh, times the cologne in your hand, and then rub it on your neck, rub it on the back, yeah, rub it on the back of your neck, the front of your neck, and then rub it on your wrist, and then sometimes you know they say rub it on your fat on your shirt because they were like. Some people say like fabric it lasts longer than fabric. fabric. Mm. Yeah, but I enjoy those. But I don't enjoy them videos of them like I'm gonna teach y'all how to, how to get drippy. And I'm like, what the f- what? Ugh. Like you have people that's like, oh yeah, like it'd be it'd be the most simple ass fits with some Nike blazers, and I'm like, what the fuck? Some simplicity's key. I I don't even know, man. I'm just like y'all wear whatever you want, whatever makes you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. All this is not like out of pocket shit. Which, yeah. Which before we go, you know, we t- you know we got a playlist called "Congratulations, You're Out of Pocket." <laughs> Congratulations, you're out of pocket. Where did, I forgot where that came from. Oh, I know where it came from. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I I know exactly where that came from because we be, Ray Kim and I used to work together at the at the writing center. <laughs> And the things that we would, oh my god, the things that we would talk about, or the things that we we would hear within sessions, and yeah. and the things I was really, I'm just like I would hear between like sessions of like the tutor and the person that they're tutoring, and, the, and the, like oh my gosh, and that person that they would be tutoring would be like say something out of pocket, and I just went, and after and after they were over, and we just all looked at each other like I can't believe that happened, and I'm like congratulations, they're out of pocket, yeah. Congratulations, dog! I don't know what to tell you. I think we need to we need to put on a on a shirt. <laughs> that would be that would, that would be a good shirt, a t shirt name. That'd be too tough. Congratulations! Um, I feel like some people. I don't know how I come up with some of these playlist names because I'll be just like it is what it is or some shit like wash your ass, wash your ass. <laughs> you gotta play um you gotta play institution. That's the first song on the wash your ass place to be institutionalized by Tensor Lamar. All right, I gotta you put, know why. You know why. <laughs> I got to put this out there. I don't have a playlist called Wash Your Ass. Like, I don't need a playlist that says Wash Your Ass. I'm going to make a playlist called Wash Your Ass, then. First, I don't, I don't, I feel like that, I'm not going to call it Wash Your Ass. I'm just going to call it something else. Like, like, oh, yeah, like songs you can play. I don't know why you wash your ass. I don't know. I don't know, because sometimes you want to hear Roddy Rich when you take it a shot. I don't know. You want to hear Erica Badu. <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like I will um, wash my ass to Tyler Creator. Um, you go, no, no, no. You know what? Silk Sonic, nigga. It was Silk Sonic. No. What's your name? <laughs> oh. She got the shit draw. She got the shit draws. Um, 
Versace on the floor. Got some shit stained in the Versace's. Oh, <laughs> nigga. I'm saying, I'm, I'm playing something, man. If I'm taking a shot, like, all right, when I take a shot, I'll, I'll be putting on shuffle and whatever happens, whatever comes up, you know, I hate when I'm in, I'm in the shower, I'm washing my hair, and like it's a song that I want to skip, and I'm just like, all right, I'm going to ride it out. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to ride it out. Uh, <laughs> I'll be sitting there, I'll be like, hey, I, don't, I didn't, I didn't want to hear this song right now. And mm-hmm. I'll be sitting there, I'm like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. I one time I was in the shower, I got soap in my eyes. Oh, word. Cause like I was like, did I really add this song to my? Oh, and then I got it was it was terrible. It was just it wasn't a fun time, kids. Before you get in the shower, just set your own playlist at this point. Before you get in the shower, that's all you got to do, man. I agree. But listen, man, this has been Nick's Corner. Uh, thank you, Ray Kim, for coming through. And uh, y'all know the deal. Listen, Watch to your ass. <laughs> that's. <laughs> I didn't think that had to be common knowledge. <laughs> Uh, men. Niggas don't wash their ass. <laughs> Niggas really don't. Listen to the listen to the playlist. Congratulations, you're out of pocket. And yes, please do wash it. <laughs> and then start doing your skincare, man. I don't care if it's just if it's not you buying your, your fucking products, man. Just splash some water in your face. I don't know. Put some lotion on your face, dog. Call it a day. Get your hair done. Get a pedicure. I mean, do that too, man. Self care. It's it's on. It's all. It's at an all time high, man. Do what you do. Whatever you love that relaxes you and keeps you calm and cool and collective and just brings you joy. I noticed. I, I know you're not doing duck clips right now. Anyway, man, this is. <laughs> Yo, oh man, this is Duck Squatter. Uh, Nook at night, whatever you want to call me, Duck. <laughs> See y'all. Say Ray Kim. Yo, what you want to say? Last. All right, yeah, guys. It's, it's been real. It's hood nigga Ray. <laughs> Ray Boy Cardi, Conray West. Nah, um, y'all stay safe, all right? Yeah, man. Look, if you book, you can follow me on TikTok. Uh, no, yeah, Twitter, TikTok. I'm so... Oh, my God, I'm, I'm crying right now. Yo, see y'all. Peace. Peace.